0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rodcast. Great to have you tuning in again. How
1: are you doing, Pastor Rod? I'm doing great. Excited for this Rodcast.
0: Come on. Um, So we're continuing in our series, and uh, just the last episode we talked about connect groups. Um, And it was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to listen to that one before this one. It's going to set up a lot of context about today's topic. But today we're talking about the Blue Book. Um, so tell us for people that don't know, Pastor Rod, what is the blue
1: book? (laughs) Well, when we started in Japan, 2002, the blue book was actually a blue book. That's why it's called the blue book. (laughs) And in there was like a hundred studies. And those studies were actually my first year of preaching in Japan, like every week, every Sunday, a message on who is Jesus, who is the Holy Spirit. And then we wrote it in a form, like abbreviated form, which just points and questions and so it was like one study per page mm. and that became the blue book it was a paper copy whether we didn't have digital back then um but the reason we did that and it's it's actually a really important reason is when we went to the one christian bookshop in tokyo <laughs> that we could find right. um, there was some bible study material there in english or japanese but it was very it started very deep And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, for people who, you know, want to study the Bible, but for basic evangelism, and just getting people talking, we needed basic material. In fact, this whole thing of being basic is really important to this discussion of sharing truth, because a lot of people think basic is dumb, or Mm. stupid, but it's not. Basic is difficult. Basic is really difficult. What I mean is get some truth and squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it till a drop comes out at the bottom and people go, aha, and they add it to their life. Mm. That's not just information. That's then transformation. That is a a simple process that's very difficult. God does it all the time. I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) So the Blue Book is simple and yet it's not. It's simple Mm. and yet it's used as a form uh, of Bible study to help bring transformation. And so the amazing thing is that we translated it into 15 languages and it's used by tens of thousands of people around the world in all different churches. We hear about it all the time. Mm. We hear about people wanting it in their language. So what are they asking? Why does that blue book with simple studies become so uh, used and, and loved? And the answer is there's no model attached to it. It's not a certain church style. There's Mm. no doctrine attached to it. It's not like we're trying to push up certain whatever it is. It's just stories, Bible studies, and questions. Mm. And so churches around the world love to use it. And occasionally we'll get someone who does the Bible Blue Book and say, oh, it's it's too simple. It's too simple. Mm. And my answer to that is, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet. You can go and do more, you know, we have our college. Mm-hmm. Our, our Lifehouse college you can do our college or you can do some other studies but this is about basic discipleship in japan and all of our, our 15 nations that we're in um mm. from the non-christian through to the baby christian through to the mature christian mm. people are enjoying using it as a resource or a tool to be yeah. able to run bible studies very well amazing let me just i've said a lot but let me say we don't Go have on. the Blue Book physically anymore. We actually are thinking of doing it again physically mm. um, for some countries and some reasons, but it's now all on digital and people can see our Blue Book on our app, which is a, um, here it is, a the little app here, our blue app. Now, if you're on podcast, I'm sorry, it's a blue app with a wave that says Lifehouse International Church and you can get it for free, of course, or you can um, type in uh, com slash blue book together, And you'll get those studies in all these languages. So now it's on digital and we're thinking of going back to a physical one for some purposes.
0: Love it. Yeah, we'll we'll put the links to the app and to the website in the the show notes by the way or the YouTube description so you guys can grab that and have a look at that. Um so obviously the blue book is used um you know a lot of our uh, a lot of Lifehouse churches, of course, a lot of other churches, and in Lifehouse we use them mainly in our Bible Connect groups as the Bible study time. And um, so tell us why why you land on the style of scriptures
1: and questions. Great question! I love this question. I've been part of Connect groups now for forty three years. I've been saved forty three years, so I've seen all sorts of studies done in small groups or Connect groups. And I've, I've seen that there's a certain style that I believe is, is Jesus' style, by the way, um, that I see great growth and great participation. Um, as opposed to just one person doing a study and being known as the teacher, that's very hard to multiply. If the group mm-hmm. keeps growing, 10, 15 people, and you want to multiply the group into two, who stays with the very really good leader and who doesn't? So there's a blockage there for multiplication. Mm. But besides that, I think that the style that we have is, as I said, a Jesus style. Let me explain. The Jesus style that I read is Jesus presents truth and then asks questions. Um, he, he does the parable of, the, of the, uh, the Good Samaritan and he says, who's the neighbor? So the concept of information questions is Jesus style. In fact, Jesus asked 340 questions mm. um, in the gospels recorded for us. He was a question asker. He loved, in fact, he often answered questions with more questions. So, uh, or he'd use parables and say, "You know, what does this mean?" Or, or they, the disciples say, "What does this mean?" And so, there's interaction. Mm. There's actually fellowship in the word, not just one person teaching, but there's discovery, there's uh, transformation, there's a moment for the Holy Spirit to touch and grow. So Jesus' teaching style was also in his own day the teaching style of both the rabbis and the Greek teachers. So the New Testament was written around a teaching style that was some information, lots of questions, and application. Mm. And that's what the Blue Book does for us. It gives us the chance for for that learning style, which I think for Japan is perfect because in Japan when we came here, if we would preach in a certain way or run a, a Bible study in a certain way, Japanese would often fall asleep. And uh, th- no matter how good a, a, a teacher you are, if people fall asleep, you know it's not a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this was a fail. Mm. Um, so we, ov- we obviously had to look at the audience and say, well, what is actually causing both attention and growth? Mm. And the answer was by inclusion and involvement, and asking questions and acting it out and participating and then praying over it, which I believe is Jesus' teaching style, the mm. New Testament teaching style. So, it is. It is. Uh, I think it's a, a return to that style. And I, I also see the fruitfulness of that is incredible. Right. And then you've got a lot of people starting to say, could I lead a study, which is mm. the opposite than I could never lead a study, right? Yeah, so, yeah. If someone's a really good teacher, people in there are like, wow, I, I could never do that. But our style, over time, some people start saying, could I, could I do that? Or you ask them, and would you like to lead a study? Just choose one of the Blue Book studies and maybe the one on the prodigal son and have a look. Could you get a couple of scriptures and do that next week? And most of our Japanese say, okay. Hmm. And it's an incredible answer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think most Australians would go, no, or I don't know, <laughs> I don't know sure. what they'd say. <laughs> most Asians say, Okay, if if the preparation's there and the outline's there and the you've you've modeled the style, I could do this. Mm. Then that's a success of multiplication of leadership. Um, so it's a style I think Jesus taught and, and I think we're trying to teach where young Japanese or young Hong Kongers or young Indonesians or I think young Australians actually too. Um mm. Definitely, like definitely, not young New Zealanders, right? For sure, we <laughs> switched on people. Yeah, um, but this whole thing of could I do it, or when they're asked, is you think I could do it? Mm. Yeah, I could do it. I could try, and then we give. We also talk to them. We'll give you feedback afterwards about how you went, and with all the good points, and then maybe you could have asked some more questions. Or and so the blue book is a a, a beautiful outline mm. to run a great Bible study. Amazing. Yeah, just, just just, to say, I think it's
0: really seen that. I think almost all of our Bible Connect group members, uh, the ones who have been there at least for a couple of months, would all be able to lead um, a Blue Book study session and do a good job of it because, like I said, the prep's been done for them. They've seen it modeled. It's not hard for them to take that tool and use it and run a great study, so... It's powerful when it comes to multiplication,
1: and, and and I think you know a lot of people ask me how do how do we get so many leaders or high level leaders in Lifehouse, and and this is part of my answer. We teach them how to do a basic Bible study, life giving, and th- th- there is an old saying in education that it, you know if you if you hear something you learn so much, but if you hear it and then speak it, the the mm. percentage of you getting it goes way high. Like it goes yep. from like ten percent to eighty percent that you will mm. retain this knowledge yes so we're also teaching retention as Mm. as people lead something they're retaining and growing in that very area
0: yeah incredible um and so the the blue book you know it's it's broken up into about 100 different studies now i believe in different sections and so if you know in our bible connect groups we talked about last um episode we do a 20 minute study um, so what would someone, you know, there's quite a lot of scriptures and um, those those studies in one study. So how would someone use one of these studies practically? What would it look like to, to take one of these studies and do a 20-minute Bible study in a group?
1: Well, let, let me choose one I've just done recently. I talked about it last, last time, but it's, I've just done it with some pastors in another country. So that's mm. why it's, it's fresh in my mind. But the one on grace mm. and the study on grace um could be taught 10 ways and they're all great we need to mm. study about grace um it's, it's a difficult subject so there's a study in there about jesus forgiving the woman caught in adultery as, as a major story but then there's another scripture in there that i chose as my first scripture because about five scriptures um about romans 8 1 which says there is now no condemnation for those in christ jesus and i i use that as you know, I, I was sort of bouncing. You know, Jesus and the woman forgave her. What? Wow! W- would we forgive her? And would you forgive her? What would your culture do? And a little mm. bit of discussion. And I said, "Well, let's talk about us, the grace that we've received." So I talked about Romans eight one, and then I, I asked the question: "So no condemnation? Is that true, guys?" And they all looked at each other. And I said, "That's not true, is it? We feel <laughs> condemnation. So let's mm. talk about that." Mm. And so this discussion became about God's word versus my feelings, which was exactly mm. what I wanted it to be, yeah. that we have to rely on God's word when we feel low self-esteem or we've done something wrong or whatever. So grace is I'm a son and daughter of God. I'm forgiven. There's no, no condemnation. And I think I did one other scripture about in, in Hebrews about entering his courts with confidence. Mm. Talked about prayer. That was it. Three, three thoughts, three points and i was talking to pastors Mm. i was talking to pastors that's a very simple bible study but can you imagine the amount of life that was transferred in that meeting as people talked about struggles and how do you teach that and what do you it became incredibly um life-giving and at the end then we prayed i said let's pray over ourselves that when we feel condemnation we're going to go to god's word and get strong romans 8 1 Mm. so every every person they're pastors our pastors god i pray for me that i would be strong i would read your word can you imagine the life in there Mm. and then right at the end i said now you know how to teach this subject better this is a pastors from another country because this is a hard subject and once again people would look at that and say that's so simple but if you saw what happened that night in that 20 minutes you would go that's not simple that's life-giving and I think that's the point of, of teaching and modeling this form of teaching. At the beginning, no, no one's super great because this is a new style. Uh, or maybe if they're good teachers, they might be great. But we're, mm. we're teaching something. We're actually modeling a teaching style that is easy to teach and easy to grasp. So, um, I don't know if I answered your question there. I got so excited by, by what great. I did. Yeah. but. Um, that was 20 minutes of power and mm. all I did was look at a couple of scriptures, had a bit of a direction mm-hmm. and turned up happy, prayed yep. and turned up joyful. Guys, I've got a great message tonight. It's about grace. You're going to love it. Mm. And so I'm sure as pastors I thought, well, we we know grace. And I said, yeah, yep. you do, but we're going to love it. Mm. So it's the simplicity that brings life. Mm. Um from that and you could do the same with um you know Zacchaeus up a tree and you think i know that story yeah but let's just get into the whole thing of the part of the story where jesus says Zacchaeus i'm eating with you tonight like wow you know all of a sudden Mm. he's got new friends and he's in the house and he's sharing jesus so the way we do it is is thinking through the scripture and what what question do we want to ask and yes you need to grow in this skill but i do believe it's it's pretty organic when you see it and you think, mm. I could do that. Yeah. And, and then people start saying, could I do that? And and uh, well, we ask them, would you do it? And and here in Japan, often people say, yes. Like, mm. wow. Like like, like we asked the person who we thought was ready, mm. but they go, yeah. And they say, what do I do? Well, why don't you do this one on Zacchaeus or do this one on the woman at the well or do this one at um, – uh, about the Holy Spirit's uh, power, whatever it is, we we maybe a little bit of why don't you do this one, mm. and just a couple of scriptures, and ask questions, and that is go, yep, mm. and almost always they'll turn up and actually do something really good. It's pretty amazing, hey,
0: love it, that's awesome. Um, well, so like I said, these are kind of basic Bible studies, but basic is not bad. It's good and. But I guess the question is, do, do leaders or members, especially being in LifeHouse for a number of years, do they get over the Blue Book or graduate from the Blue Book or however we're going to put it? Um, have, what have you seen that been
1: like over the years? Well, there's about 100 studies in there. So I think there's, there's a lot of angles to come from. I, I mentioned that one on Grace. There was about, mm-hmm. I could have done eight different studies from that one study on Grace, for mm-hmm. example. The week after i went through with those pastors and i said we're going to talk about grace tonight but it's going to be how you how you present grace to others Mm. and we talked about metaphors or things in your culture and and what god has done in your life so telling the story of grace Mm. and it was really life-giving again and i could have gone the following week and said, well what do you do about people that can't get grace so i just think as a leader you're looking at your, your group, you're seeing maybe what they're writing on, um, you know, WhatsApp or, or, or what their lives are like. And you're saying, you know, next week I want to do a different angle on God's love in, in marriage or, or whatever it mm. is. Cause you, it's organic. It's, it's alive. Yeah. Secondly, there are other materials that we put forth that people can use. For example, mm. the, the people we love, you know, John Bevere and Joyce Myers and, um, Joseph mm. Prince on grace and um, p- people around the world that we love, we make those available mm. uh, as studies as well. Maybe we have got a series on, on finance or a series on forgiveness or a series on. So we add those as possible uh, ones. But again, we found if people just take a book and want to use it, their preparation time goes up dramatically. And they say, the leaders say, I won't do this again the mm. the actual prepare the excitement of doing a book and then having to sit down every week and and making a study is much bigger than people think yeah so they say wow next time i'm coming back to the blue book so yes yeah. there are there are options and there's there's uh, other authors and concepts you know someone might say oh, you know can i do something on the book of ephesians and i'll say well what's your outline and they say mm. oh, i'm going to study it and after a couple of weeks in they say can you help me yeah <laughs> um, and, and I say, Well, I will, I'll help you, but just just take note, this was a lot harder than you thought. Mm. So basically what I'm saying is they can have little excursions and probably will. Yeah. But often our best leaders will come back to the blue book with a new angle mm. because the the preparation's all there. Yeah. And they just need to look at that and say, What what does my group really need from this these scriptures? Mm. Does that answer the question? So there yeah. is a bigger selection, but the concept of preparation done is mm. huge in the longevity of leaders.
0: Yeah, and if I just add my two cents on that as well. After um my fifteenth year of using the Blue Book <laughs> and being in groups with the Blue Book, and I still absolutely love it. Um, oh, wow. It's still my go-to for the groups oh. I lead, and as I said, you know, there's a hundred studies, but you know, there's probably 400 or 500 20-minute sessions and, you know, if you yeah. do four or five on each one, which tends to be the case. And yeah, and so that's, you know, that's like 10 years worth of studies right there before you've even done them all or really gone through all the content. And then even when you go through that, um, because the questions are very application based about what does it mean for you right now or how are you doing well or what are you struggling in in this area how is this applying to your life now is that as you go through different seasons in life now being a dad of two young children um, you know these teachings and these studies these applications have a, a different you know application in my life right now so I think yeah you know, through seasons of life when it's application-based questions around the scriptures, these foundational truths that are always going to be um, powerful to, to, to talk about together and to study together.
1: And, and just wheeling back, this is what Jesus did. He didn't mm. try and make it more difficult. People want deep teaching and then you read about the parables, which are deep. There's, there's levels. There's levels of mm. depth. But I, you see, I, I don't think Jesus just told those parables once in one village. I think he told them every day in a different village. I, I, I think we do have a lot of his parables. Um, he just told them all the time. And then his mm. disciples would know how to tell them when it was their turn. Right. Yeah. And, and Probably turned up. Jesus said, you know, you go, go ahead of me and, and you've, you've got some parables and you've got some teaching Away you go. And, and mm. he had prepared them because there was repetition and life and, um, so yeah, you've been 15 years in, and and still there's 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 revelation and excitement when you go to share that. Yeah, and then you see people actually changing, right? And you think, well, these these basics are so important. Mm. In fact, can I just say to say on that? Um, I, I think every every now and then we need to teach our own leaders the same things again. Mm. Not cause they're they're not cause they've left them. It's just life is so busy and there's so much mm. data going in that people just need refreshers yeah and often we do a refresher and say you you got this right and they go yeah you know it's like mm. refresh 100% yeah because
0: yeah life life changes and then the applicant you so yeah, patience as a young single guy is a different type of patient as a dad with two young kids you know you both need patience but it's a very different application of patience you know when you're young and single you're waiting for the to meet the right girl and get the right job and all of that and and when you're when you're a parent it's much more you know patience and grace for your children and yeah, uh, yeah it's it's different application of the same truth as life That's goes great, on That's mate
1: yeah and you know, one, one new person in your group that shows interest in the story changes the whole dynamic of the group. Now mm. someone comes in and says, Really? Or what about this? And the whole group is just so the whole group can see the impact of mm. this sort of teaching on others too, and and like, wow, this yeah. So there's a lot of things here. But this is the teaching style I think also, let me say millennials and Gen Z will, will love this style. I think this mm. is this is the Jesus style is the millennial Gen Z style, mm. and you know maybe there's a group, an older group that knows knows a lot of the Bible. Um, maybe they do need a little bit bit more or something different. But again, I think it's up to the leader to lead them into revelation mm. truth yeah. rather than knowledge truth. You know, some, sometimes you mm. go home from a study and there was a lot of knowledge that you didn't know. Yeah, and you go home and you think, well, I'm, you know next week I'm really busy. I'm not sure I'll go. But when there's actual transformation next week, yeah, I'm busy. But that group's amazing, and there's I think mm. I just think there's more buyback, mm. even for people that know the Word of God well. Yeah, um, I was I was doing a, a Zoom this week uh, or last week with a group in um, Finland, a, mm. a, a church and young leaders, and they were great. I'd, I loved them all. I thought, wow, I'd love to have um, that group because that that's a great group. Mm. And I was teaching on on journaling Mm. and and reading the Bible every day, five minutes, and you can get our last video or podcast on that if you want. And one of the great young leaders, I remember his name, he said, hi, I'm this, and um, I I haven't read the Bible like that for 20 years. He was only young, like he looked about 30. I think, really? Since you were 10 or whatever? Anyway, I said, let's do it right now. You Mm. want to do it right now? This is on Zoom. Right now. I said, let's go to Jeremiah 2911. Right now, let's go. Open the Bible. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for a future and hope and not for evil. And he looked at me, and said, yeah, like I know it. I said, yeah, let me ask you a question. Is, do you believe in God? Yeah. Does God have a plan? Yeah. Is it a good plan? Yeah. Then why don't things always work out? <laughs> I said, has everything worked out in your life? No. Have you asked God why? Have you dug in? No. Why don't you do that right now? Mm. And he said, wow, I think I want to read that again. So it's mm. not trying to challenge someone, like not trying to put them down. Mm. But right there in the group, someone said, I don't know if this works. And I said, let's do it right now. And, I, I, and then that pastor uh, texted me this week saying a number of them are using the blue book and really excited about discipleship. Amazing. Um, and I, I just think we just need to model this in, mm. in a way that even more mature believers who know the word, um, if we can train the leader how to ask mm. good questions, I think basic studies become not so basic anymore. Mm. They become quite relevant. Yeah, even right now with the pandemic and the war in Ukraine and and the, and the world, and there's a lot of questions. Mm. There's a lot of questions out there. There's a lot of people. What do we do? How, what, mm. what 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 do we? How do we help? What do we? You know, study on you know prayer or the good samaritan or something or generosity if we're giving which we are mm. to to ukraine i i just think the the organic nature of our team mm. makes the the study exciting amazing um
0: here's a question when you first put this together 20 years ago did you have any idea it would be in 15 languages used by <laughs> tens of <laughs> yeah. thousands of people every month did you see it Or was it more of an organic thing that that God has blessed and
1: grown? Yeah. We only had our eyes on what we had back then, which is a very small group, and God give us fruit in Japan. It was really about us. God help Mm. us. But soon after, other churches were using it, and then um, people who visited us were taking it back to Australia or New Zealand or Mm. England or whatever. So we realized it actually was of great interest. Mm. The, the very things we found here, that there, a lot of Bible studies were very, very deep and intense. And also people were losing interest. Like they'd mm-hmm. come to three of the, the 10 Bible studies on something and, and then stop. So there was an actual interest in the simplicity, mm. the life-giving nature, um, keeping people's attention. So so we realized early, whoa, there's, there's, something, there's something here that's going to be used around the world. And even the paper copy before we went digital was being we, we had we did sell them in those days, but it wasn't for a profit. It was like mm. to print them. It was like yeah. a, a ten, ten dollars or something. Um and, and we had them online for sale and we sold, you know, over thirty thousand copies online. So um mm. it, it wasn't a profitable thing, but it was a mm. a a kingdom thing. Mm. And even that was remarkable about just English was being mm. used in, in USA and Brazil and South Africa and So we realized um, there's a great need for this stuff, simple. Mm. And even now when I go around the world and show them on on my app, the Blue Book, which is now much better presented, Mm. people are really leaning in going, wow, wow, really? Look at that. There's actually interest Mm. in simplicity done well and with results. So the answer to your question is I had no idea this was going to happen, but soon after (laughs) realized there was some universal factors mm. why it was going to be big amazing
0: incredible how god's used that and uh we'll continue too. i'm sure um awesome well any anything we haven't covered yet on the blue book um that you want to talk about pastor Rod?
1: you know there, there's a lot of great churches and great materials around the world we're not saying this is the only one but if you did want to use it it's free you can use it um obviously use it in your context if you want to use it in your language we need to be in touch with you we send the files we want it to be translated in a very friendly language version um like young adult send it back to us we can put it on the app and that's Mm. how we've done this um you know that's how we got it into the language of farsi which is the language of iran Mm. because european churches were seeing iranians saved by the thousands and they said can you can you we've got it in german but can you put it in farsi we said we'll send it to you so Mm. we can spread this yeah and if you want to use it use it it's it's open i just want people to get into the word and love it and Mm. raise up leaders in jesus name come on
0: awesome well if you could just finish in prayer for us
1: today it'd be great pastor thank you jesus that you taught us this great style simplicity with your life and your holy spirit power and i pray For every Christian hearing this would be excited by Bible study. Simple, dynamic Bible studies and teaching and becoming a leader and having a passion to lead others and there'd be the discipleship. Go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey. The Matthew 28 verses, I pray over the Christians, the churches, that there be a passion for basic discipleship and basic leadership rise in all our churches. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Rod. See you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.